G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media, thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. Success or failure in the Christian life depends on how you hear the Word of God. Today, Pastor Greg Laurie points out the importance of soaking up good Bible teaching. But he points out that the next step might be the most important one. Many of you are Bible students and you listen to great biblical teaching on the radio and you're in a small group and you read devotions and God bless you, that's amazing. But it's important now that you apply it and that you obey it. This is the day when the lost are found. Surprisingly, 20 to 30% of prescriptions for chronic health conditions are never filled, and about half of them aren't taken as prescribed. And think about that. We go to the doctor and he or she examines us and then gives us the medication that is going to make us better. All we have to do is take those pills. An alarming number of people don't. Today, on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out the Bible's prescription for growing spiritually. But the same applies. We've got to follow the great physician's instructions. at one of my favorite stories in the Bible. It's a parable. Now you know what a parable is. A parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. And we're going to look at the parable of the sower, which is a parable that reveals to us the golden key to spiritual growth. Mark chapter 4, verse 1. Once again, Jesus began teaching by the lakeshore. A very large crowd soon gathered around him and he got into a boat. And he sat on the boat while the people remained on the shore and he taught them by telling many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen, says Jesus, a farmer went out to plant some seed and he scattered it across the field. Some fell in a footpath and the birds came and ate it. Other seed fell on shallow soil with underlying rock and it sprouted up quickly but uh, it withered under the hot sun. He continues on. Other seed fell among thorns or weeds that grew up and choked out the tender plants and it produced no fruit. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they sprouted, grew, and produced a crop that was 30, 60, even 100 times more that had been planted. Now listen to this. Then he said, he who has ears to hear, let him listen. Okay, that's the parable of the sower. Say, well, that's nice. What does it mean? That's exactly what the disciples said. Well, what does this mean? And now Jesus explains or interprets this story 
here in Mark chapter four, verse 13. Then Jesus said to them, if you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? Here it is. The farmer plants seed by taking God's word to others. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message, but Satan comes at once and takes it away. Now the seed that fell on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and receive it with joy, but they don't have deep roots and they don't last long and they fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. Uh, verse 18 of Mark chapter four. But the seed that fell among the thorns of the weeds represents those who hear the word of God, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth and the desire for other things and no fruit is produced. Now the final category. And the seed that fell in the good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as has been planted. All right. Category number one, I'm gonna call them highway hearers. Highway hearers, and it's in verse 15 of Mark 4, the seed that fell on the footpath represent those who hear the message only to have Satan come at once and take it away. So these are the people that, that you know, they, they hear the word of God, but it doesn't really penetrate their hard hearts. Jesus says the birds come and eat it. You know, you've been at McDonald's or some other place and the birds are hanging out because that's free food, man. That food hits the ground, boom, they swoop down and get it. Right, so that's what happened. These are people that hear the word of God, but it doesn't really penetrate their hardened heart. Category number two. I'm gonna call them rocky road hearers. Rocky road hearers. Verse 16, the seed that won on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately, notice the word immediately, immediately they receive it with joy, but since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long, they fall away. And as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. So they start, they take hold of it, but then it doesn't take root in their life. So the problem with this person is their heart is shallow soil. There are some people that just get excited about a lot of things. You know, they, they have the fad that they're into, the new this, the new that. Maybe it's new technology and all they want to talk about is the new technology or maybe it's a band they follow and they're just really enamored with that or maybe it's some other thing they're into. They get into fitness, 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 running and doing all these things and they abandon it. And these are people that are fickle by nature. You know when you're at the market and there's all that stuff for sale as you're checking out and you, oh, maybe I'll buy that and I'll buy that. Things you wouldn't normally buy. Those are impulse purchases. They know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> They've done research to know what kind of items to put in front of you because there is always the impulsive person. Uh, if you want to have an illustration of this, just walk down your block maybe on some Saturday when people's garage doors are open and you see all these treadmills and workout machines. And do you see people usually in their home gym working out? No, they're usually a hanger for stuff out of the washing machine. And, and people got excited, spent a bunch of money on it, but didn't follow through. This can happen. And it can happen in people's relationship with God. Maybe one of the reasons a person like this would fall away is because they built their faith on the wrong foundation. Listen, there's only one foundation to build your faith on. It's Christ and Christ alone. Don't build your spiritual life 
on a church in and of itself. Don't build your spiritual life on another person or even on a pastor or a spiritual leader because people will let you down. Build your life on Christ. He will sustain you and be there for you. But it could be persecution. Go back to Mark 4 verse 17. And since they don't have deep roots, they don't last very long, they fall away, listen, as soon as they have problems or are persecuted. Now we all know about this. When we decide to follow Jesus and you announce it to your family, that doesn't always go over all that well, does it? You know, I, I came from a family of a lot of people that drank and smoked and, uh, you know, lived that kind of lifestyle. And I used to do it myself and suddenly I'm the Christian. And we're at Thanksgiving and I think we ought to have a prayer before we eat. It's like, well, what happened to Greg? Where's the old Greg? Well, I was changed and, and th so I was mocked and made fun of and harassed and, and we all are. We're all persecuted in some way, shape or form. In fact, the mark of a true Christian is they will be persecuted. It's a barometer of where you're at spiritually. Second Timothy 3.12 says, if you desire to live a godly life, you will be persecuted. So maybe this new believer, or at least we thought they were a new believer, is, is going strong and someone makes fun of them. Someone gives them a hard time. They say, that's it, I'm out. Okay, they were never converted. Or it could be something else that pulls them away. But they never built their life on Christ. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie, the Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California, USA. And today he's sharing a message called The Golden Key to Spiritual Growth. It's based in the fourth chapter of Mark. Let's continue. We're almost to the golden key of spiritual growth. We have one more category before. I'll call them thorny hearers. Thorny hearers. Let's look at verse 18 of Mark 4 together. The seed that fell among the thorns, the weeds represent those who hear the word of God, but all too quickly the message is crowded out. Listen, you might want to underline these things. By what? The worries of this life, the lure of wealth, and the desire for other things, and no fruit is produced. Isn't that interesting? So this category, the thorny here, is not like the person that shoots up with lots of excitement and enthusiasm, this is a person who seems to be growing spiritually, but gradually they just walk away because other things become more important to them. Listen, not bad things necessarily. Notice it says the worries of this life, the concerns of this life. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being concerned about how you're gonna put food on the table. There's nothing wrong with having a concern about a roof over your head. There's nothing wrong with thinking about the needs and necessities of life, but this is a person that allows those things to become more important than God. I mean, they believe it's good to read the Bible. They believe it's a great thing to pray. They're all for going to church. It's just they don't do it. Why? Well, there's just other things. There's other things we're doing instead. You know, other things that are more important to us than, than reading the Bible. We'd rather spend more time on social media and uh, we like to spend more time watching movies or, or, you know, we just don't have time for God. Well, that, that's a choice that you're making. It's been said, quote, more have been killed by food than poison, end quote. And another quote, the second best is often the worst enemy 
of the best. It's just the worries of this life. So basically, a thorn or a weed, if you will, is anything that crowds Jesus out of our lives. And now we come, as promised, to the golden key of spiritual growth. Ready for it? Go to verse 20 of Mark 4. And the seed that fell in good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, and 100 times as much as been planted. Here it is. The golden key to spiritual growth is how you hear the word of God. Now we all know that we can hear something and yet not hear it at all, right? Maybe your mom is lecturing you and she's saying, you need to remember to make your bed and take out the trash and do your homework. And in your mind, you just hear blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and so you're not really paying attention. You're hearing audibly, but you're really not listening. And so you've been listening to a message from God's word. Have you been paying attention? Have you been checking your phone constantly or having a side conversation? I mean, it, you need to listen to what God's word has to say. See, every category in the parable of the sower heard it in quotes, but they didn't receive it. They didn't hear it in the right way. The story is told of uh, President Franklin Roosevelt, who often endured long receiving lines at the White House. And, and he complained that no one ever listened to what he said. So he tried a little experiment out on one occasion. There was a long line of people to meet him. And he decided he was going to say to every single person, I murdered my grandmother this morning. So a person comes, the president says, I murdered my grandmother this morning. And they're responding, oh, good to meet you, Mr. President. That's fantastic. You're doing a great job. Another person comes, I murdered my grandmother this morning. People kept coming by. He kept saying that. I murdered my grandmother this morning. Obviously, nobody was listening because nobody responded to it until the ambassador from Bolivia came along and he actually heard what the president said. I, I murdered my grandmother this morning. And the ambassador from Bolivia said, well, sir, I'm, I'm sure she had it coming. <laughs> well, listen, the idea is we don't listen. That's why Jesus says, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. Listen to this. Success or failure in the Christian life depends on how you hear the word of God. It's not a light thing to hear Bible studies. I know many of you are Bible students and you listen to podcasts and great biblical teaching on the radio and you're in a small group and you read devotions and God bless you. That's amazing. You're fantastic. But it's important now that you hear it, that you apply it and that you obey it. It's actually a dangerous thing to hear the word of God and not apply it in your own life. So what is the golden key of spiritual growth? Listen, it's hearing, it's receiving, and it's obeying the word of God. Now, in Luke's version of the parable of the sower, which we've been looking at, he has a little detail that's very important. He says, having heard the word, they keep it and they bring forth fruit with Patience, patience. Now, that's a, a word, uh, patience from a root word in the Greek that means endurance, endurance. Okay, so the way you get this endurance from uh, the Greek is through trials. The trying of your faith produces endurance. And so 
if you've been tried in your faith, if you've been tested as a Christian, that's making you stronger. And the way you bring forth fruit is through endurance. Getting through hard times. Getting through challenging circumstances. And so this is very important for us. And how do we bring forth spiritual fruit? Jesus gives the answer in John 15. He says, if you abide in me, you will bring forth much fruit. Then he goes on to say, and this is how you glorify the Father, by bringing forth fruit. What is fruit? It's results, it's actions, it's, it's evidence that you're a true follower of Jesus. And how does that happen? Jesus says, by abiding in me. What does it mean to abide in him? It means to sink your roots deeply into him and walk with him and cultivate your relationship with him each and every day. Let me close by asking, are you abiding in Christ? Have you built your foundation on him? Which of these categories do you fall in? Are you like the highway here that hears it and blows it off and isn't really interested in it? You're not interested in spiritual things? Are you like the rocky road here who hears it and you build it on the wrong foundation and wither in the sun, you don't stay with it? Or are you like the person who has their heart choked up by the cares of this life and the lure of wealth and other things? I hope not. You can be the person on good soil. You can bring forth spiritual fruit. The golden key to spiritual growth is simply that. And I hope you have that relationship with God. But listen to this. There are some people listening to me right now that are hearing this message of the gospel for the first time. I'm kind of like the farmer, throwing out the seed. And maybe for the first time you've heard this simple message, there is a God in heaven who loves you. A God in heaven who wants a relationship with you. But the problem is you're separated from him by your sin. But the good news is 2,000 years ago, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sin. He paid the price for all the wrongs you've ever done. And Christ rose again from the dead three days later. And now Jesus, who died and rose, stands at the door of your life and he knocks. And he says, if you hear his voice and open the door, he'll come in. Listen, you can have Christ come into your life right now. So I'm just throwing this seed out. What are you gonna do with it? Are you gonna say, I want that and I want Jesus in my life and I want my sin forgiven. It can happen for you right here, right now. You say, well, how? I mean, what do I do? You pray. Pray a simple prayer and God will hear your prayer. And even more, God will answer this prayer. Only you can say yes to Jesus Christ. That's a choice you have. Will you open the door of your life right now and ask Jesus to come in? If you want your sin forgiven, if you want to know that when you die you will go to heaven, if you want to be ready for the Lord's return, if you want to fill that big old gaping hole in your life and get rid of your guilt, if you want this relationship with God I've been talking about, then pray this prayer with me right now. You might bow your head. You could even pray it out loud. But just pray this prayer with me. And this is a prayer where you're asking Jesus to come into your life. Pray these words. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. But I know that you're the Savior who died on the cross for my sin and rose again from the dead. I'm sorry for my sin. And I turn from it now. And I choose to follow you from this moment forward as my Savior and my Lord, as my God and my friend. 
In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Pastor Greg Laurie with an important prayer with those who've made a change in their relationship with God today. Now, perhaps you were one of those people who prayed with Pastor Greg, making a decision for the Lord. Well, congratulations if that was you. Now, we're told that the Lord is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we'd love to send you some resource materials that'll help you in your new relationship with the Lord. We call it our New Believers Growth Packet. And we'll send it to you without charge if you've prayed for the very first time today with Pastor Greg. Just ask for the New Believers Growth Packet when you call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. And the team would also love to pray with you. That's 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. Well, next time, we'll consider our problems and anxieties in the light of the God who calls us His own. It's a message that lays it on the line. God is bigger than your problem. Join us next time for a new beginning. Now, for a copy of today's full message, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called The Golden Key to Spiritual Growth. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.